Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 63. And it is Ash Wednesday, and I am recording about Ash Wednesday, even though this is going to post right immediately in your feed after the podcast for Tuesday. I am glad that you are here on this day with me. Probably isn't Ash Wednesday when you're listening to this, but I'm glad that it is Lent. And I wish you, I bid you, I hope for you a happy Lent. I said that to my classes today, and I think it's important. And I, I think it does really express how I feel this year. You know, there's other years where I kind of like dreaded Lent and, oh gosh, it's here and I got to give something up and it's going to be. But this year I, I see it as a journey, a journey from snow and cold, which is how things are today, and ashes to the cross and through the cross into the resurrection and the transformation that lies ahead. And maybe, dear listener, you feel some of that too in your experience. Or maybe this whole Lent thing is new and you just never heard of it before. But either way, I hope you will join me as I go through my days continuing this podcast, but against the backdrop of the Lenten journey. Well, I'm glad you're here with me as I share my experience of how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open on Ash Wednesday. Now, Ash Wednesday, I must say right up front, I don't think will be the same for me because last year, Ash Wednesday was February 14th, Valentine's Day. And last year, you may recall, on this day of convergence of hearts and ashes, candy and fasting, we saw the convergence of darkness and violence in the Parkland school shooting, Parkland City school shooting. And I think that is going to always be a backdrop, a a metaphor for me about what Ash Wednesday is about. It's about mortality. It's about sin and the darkness that is in the world. And yet, and yet, we gather in faith and hope and love, knowing that that's not the end of the story. Knowing that even though we start in snow and ashes, it ends in resurrection, even though we do have to pass through death and darkness to get there. And I think it's so powerful. And I I think it's such an amazing place for me to be in the midst of just life and where I am and where I think our nation is and just where, where it is right now. So Lent if you are new to it, is really about three things. And these are the three things that I talked about with my students today. Prayer, fasting, and giving, or sometimes known as almsgiving. And 
I'm not going to give you the whole talk that I gave to my freshman today, nor show you the video, except to say this, that there is a connection between all three. And you can start with which one of them is the starting point. Is it fasting, giving something up so that you are more free to experience God's presence? Is it in giving that you recognize the need to step out of yourself to let things go, which is fasting? I think it starts, though, with prayer. Because prayer is about listening and receiving grace and and having the insight to know that giving, fasting, giving up is, is valuable and important. And by doing so, it frees us, like I said, to give. But it's prayer that is where it begins and prayer that is where it ends. So I really think, and I stress this to my students, and I'm actually going to be fostering this in my class, that prayer and reflection and contemplation and discernment are all so central to this holy season. And too often I think people think, well, we'll just give something up, give up chocolate or candy or desserts or whatever. And I'm giving some things up as well. But I think more importantly for me, it is shifting my attention away from those things which distract me and which aren't that life-giving and making other choices that will nourish me and strengthen me and help me to become a better person. So if you'll stick with me through the break, I'll, I'll return with a couple more thoughts. One is what the priest said today at our school Ash Wednesday liturgy and a little bit about what I am doing during this time because I I think it will I know it will shape these next 46 days of podcasts so thank you for staying with me through the break So this year's presider for our Mass was the same as last year. And I really like him. He is, I think, a modern embodiment of the Old Testament prophet, the Jeremiah or the Isaiah or the Ezekiel. And last year, his words really struck me. And I recorded my podcast for Ash Wednesday and go back in the history and find that February 14th. And this year, I actually spoke with him and kind of reminded him about last year and kind of even referenced that. He didn't reference me by name, but referenced that someone talked to him and reminded him of that. And this year, he echoed a theme from last year about hate and violent speech. But he also added something which I thought was really interesting and valuable and important. And he said it has to do with religious people and the gospel that we read on Ash Wednesday, I think every year, same gospel, has to do with Jesus talking about not being boastful, not doing religious things for show. And clearly he was addressing that to the scribes and the Pharisees and the other leaders who 
apparently did those things. And he called them numerous times in different places, hypocrites. But the priest today was sharing about how we live in this time where it's all about competition and all about trying to be on top and all about winners and losers. And he says that even religious people, especially perhaps religious people, can fit into that, fall into that, thinking that we have to do heroic sacrifice or heroic actions or heroic times of crawling on our knees or whatever to impress and please God, to win God's favor and to show, hey, God, I'm so much better than my neighbor, my brother, my sister, the other. And his reminder to all of us and to me, because I need to hear this, I'm kind of a perfectionist, I'm kind of a people pleaser, I'm kind of one who performs in different ways not kind of any of those I am those that being said his reminder is that we do good we fast and we pray and we give during Lent not to impress anyone especially God especially God because you can't impress God God loves me and God loves you and every single human being and I think every single creature unconditionally. And yet God sees the best that each of us can be, sees how much more free each of us could be and God desires that for us. And when we pray, fast and give and move toward being our better self, our best self, moving toward that. We can never reach that. It's impossible, at least this side of eternity. But as we move individually toward that, we move collectively toward a better world, a better creation. And that's really the task. That's what Lent reminds us of. That's what this time points us to. And that's why I think Lenten practices are so valuable and so powerful because as I do the fasting and the praying and the giving, I don't do it alone. There's a spirit in the air. There's change. There's hope. There's hope punk, as I talked about in the last episode. And as I do my little bit and others do theirs, together it adds up and it does make a difference. It does change things and people and places and the world little by slowly as a friend used to say so I am giving up certain things that distract me that take my time and my effort and my energy I used to always give up downloading apps for my phone and I'm going to do that again this year but I'm also going to delete apps clean out my phone and let go of Things that I've been holding on to and not using. Excessive things. So that's the first thing. And then also there's a game that I like to play. No, it's not Fortnite or Roblox or whatever those... Not Roblox, but anyway, those games, you know. It is a soccer game and I, you know, play it 20 minutes a day, maybe 30 minutes sometimes. And 
I'm going to give that up during Lent and save the time that, and the attention that that would give me, that would take away from other things. And I'm not going to make hard and fast things about the news, but I am going to try when I want to reach to see what's going on in the news and the world to use the same phone, but to look something inspirational up, to look something thought-provoking and something hopeful, something good. And then lastly, I'm going to incorporate more prayer into my day, praying on the way to work before I turn on the radio, praying more mindfully and more consciously at night, and listening to scripture and prayer in the morning first thing. So that that's a lot, and maybe some of those will fall away. I'm feeling more ambitious today than I might tomorrow or two weeks from now. But I feel this Lent is different. I feel this Lent is important. There's an urgency for me to discern and to connect and to let go and to hope that as I let go and as we let go collectively together, new life will come. So again, dear listener, thank you for being here. And again, if Lent is something that you practice and celebrate and you did that today, how was it? And what do you plan to give up? And how are you praying and fasting and giving? And if you don't follow Lent, I ask you, how can this season, as so many billions of people right now are following this journey, how can that influence you in your practice, in your own journey of faith and spirituality? How can the spirit of Lent God's presence through this time and place, how can that help you and influence you in your journey? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.